Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Divorce Women's Guide podcast. How are you doing today? As a reminder, don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode that I put out every single week. So hit that subscribe button down below. And I am really looking forward, actually, to today's topic because it's something that I get asked all the time or something that I'm always coaching my clients on. And that has to do with co-parenting. And what I want to share with you guys today are five ways that regardless of where it is that you are in your co-parenting relationship with your soon-to-be ex-spouse or your ex-spouse, I'm going to share five ways that you can always get yourself back on track and create the co-parenting dynamic that works for you. So my first tip for all of you guys, and you know, you're definitely going to want to re-listen to this to write them down in case you're in a place where you can't use a pen and paper, is number one is to always put your kids first. And what I mean by that is a little bit different than maybe some of the things that you've heard other people say, which is when I say to put your kids first, it's not just about putting your kids in the center of your decision-making. It's also remembering that if your kids were standing next to you, or if they were to get a hold of your phone and hear a voicemail that you left their other parent, What would happen if they heard you say things from a place of anger or bitterness? So I always say that when you put your kids first, it essentially means that you're always communicating with your co-parent in a way where if your kids were to ever get a hold of that, you know, of that voicemail or to see that email, that you would have no shame or embarrassment around how it was that you were communicating with them. So always come from that lens when I say, put your kids first. Tip number two, okay? Again, I used to do this. All of my clients go through this as well. And I'm sure each of you listening is going, yeah, I do this too, which is we always think that one more email or, or you know, one more tip that we can share with them and they'll show up differently next time. I'm going to get them to change. They're going to be different. Truth bomb, guys. They are never going to change. You especially are not going to help them change. They have to want to change by themselves. And when we are constantly in the mindset 
of trying to get them to be somebody they never were, somebody they never will be. What we're doing is we're focusing on all the things that we don't have control over instead of focusing on the things that we do have control over. And that is how you show up, what it is that you say, how it is that you think, what it is that you hear them say. So stop thinking that your co-parent is going to show up any differently than how they have the entire time you guys were together in their relationship. Okay. Number three, I am the queen of this and I call it the B word. Okay. Tip number three is create boundaries. It is so important when you are shifting out of a marriage dynamic and into a co-parenting relationship that you create new boundaries based on your role as mom or dad, instead of coming in as ex-wife or ex-husband. So when I say set boundaries, that means establishing what works for you and what doesn't work for you and communicating it in a respectful, kind way that also shares that you, you mean business, right? Firm yet flexible. And setting boundaries are rules and guidelines. You know, one of the first boundaries that I set with my now ex-husband was, please do not drive on my driveway when you drop the kids off. It makes me uncomfortable. So can you please let them off at the end of the driveway? Or it can be a boundary of, you know, I would like my key back to my house or you change your locks. It could also be if your co-parent has a habit of walking into the house, you can stop them at the door and say, I don't feel comfortable with you being in my home. So set boundaries, boundaries that work for you. And if you guys need support in that, I am a boundary setting badass, and I have a course all about it. So don't hesitate to reach out if that is something that you need support on. We all do. I came out of my marriage realizing I didn't have a single boundary, and now I am just, I'm the queen of it. Number four tip, you guys, is that co-parenting is a constant dance. It is never over. Sometimes the dance may go fast. Sometimes it may go slow. Sometimes you may take a break and sit down, but it is always on. When you share kids, you guys, your relationship is forever. That is just the reality. And so what I always say is that be, you know, it's kind of like the boundaries thing, right? You got to be flexible in, in the dance, right? And sometimes you take the lead, sometimes they take the lead. But at the end of the day, it's important that you make sure that you don't compromise your values, compromise your individuality as you guys are navigating a co-parenting relationship. And finally, tip number five, you guys, Oh, this is a big one. Less is more when it comes to communication. How many times do you guys go into explanation? How many times does your ex share information that you're just like, TMI, dude, TMI? <laughs> I've had a few of those situations where I don't even entertain the extra commentary. I just respond based on how does this relate to my children? How does this impact my kids? Because when you start getting into explanations or you start showing that you care about the details that they're sharing with you, then you're shifting your relationship into a place where you may not be ready. And that's not to say that at some point in time, you're going to get to a place where you guys can have a friendship. And that's what I hope for everybody at some point. But less is more in the beginning. Keep it focused on your kids and make sure that you are not taking the bait. If they choose to share more, just answer the question or respond based on how it impacts your kids. So five tips, guys. I know every single one of you guys can do this. 
I, it took me some practice. All you have to do is put one foot in front of the other. I know you can do this. I hope that you guys got some good nuggets of information today from this episode. I love sharing all of my tips with you guys. It's always information that I wish that I had. So may you start your day or finish your day with some new wisdom that you didn't have before. Sending you all so much love, light, and joy as always. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media. This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time.